Is this how your guitar lessons sound? That is correct. Mm. I'm just really high from dinner. Mm. Ooh, that was a good dinner. I don't think it was dinner, but whatever. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Charlie and Ponyo. Boom. Drop it in like a meteorite shit coming at ya. That's Charlie and I'm Ponyo. Welcome listeners to another exciting episode. How's it going? Oh, babe. <laughs> so many things happening. Oh, so many things. Tell me things. What's going on? I know you have a lot to say. Oh, mate. Don't get this, me has been, this has been on your mind for a while, huh? <laughs> Everything's been on my mind for a while. That's true. You want to break it down for our dear listeners? Yeah, dear I'm all listeners, about breaking it hang down. in there. Let me tell you this, guys. You guys are in for a treat. So, firstly, we've got Charlie venting. Just let him vent. In other words, you can fast forward if you like. That's the beauty of podcasts. You can always fast forward. Mm. Or you can listen to this story or Charlie's theory. Mm. But hang in there because I'm telling you there's a sweet, sweet story about to share with you later. Well, I mean, I just wanted to just ask Mm. a question. Like, what gets you up in the morning? Ooh. My alarm clock. (laughs) <laughs> my my um my body my circadian rhythm mm. that gets me up in the morning but right now the fact that we're in isolation uh-huh. i honestly look forward going to my so-core office and going to work because that's the only thing that i can feel like i can escape from this whole COVID-19 because everywhere you turn, whether it's on social media, on Mm. TV, on the radio, it's just constant coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. I don't even, I'll be honest, I'm at the stage where I don't even remember what discussions that you and I or with my girlfriends we would have had prior to coronavirus. Oh, really? I'm exaggerating, but you yeah. know what I mean? It feels like that. It feels like all we've been talking about is just coronavirus. Yeah, I hear you, but yeah, nah. Yeah, nah? Nah, my memory, my memory works. Yeah. yeah. What, what gets you up in the morning, Bear? Oh, the sweet smell of air. Mm. It's a lot cleaner nowadays. Yeah. The good taste of food. Mm. Being able to open your eyes and see things. Feel things. Mm. That's what gets me up in the morning. Oh, you're such a. Um, the ability to. Um, what a beautiful soul about you. Be able, the, be a, the ability to, you know, fight, to be honest. Um, no, but you know what I mean? Like, it's the ability <laughs> to, to, to push past the wind into the next day. Mm. Into the day that's ahead. What are you trying to get at, babe? No, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, Why are you so deep today? No, it's just, uh, I was putting it out there. Mm. Otherwise, I'll start talking about coronavirus conspiracies and shit. Because, but I do um, like that question. I think it's important, especially now when we're in the situation, and I'll let you vet very soon about the whole coronavirus theory. But getting up, it's not just... You need to be present. You need to be able to get up and be present. There's no point of getting up and just go, ugh, and waste that day as well. 100%. So whether you feel like you're stuck at home, and I'm doing air quotes here, mm. make the most of that. And I w- I'm pretty sure we mentioned this in previous podcasts, but, you know, pick 
a topic that you want to learn or whatever it may be. Pick up an instrument. Exactly. Learn a language, whatever it may be. Be present. Be in the moment because honestly... That's what you got. It's a present for... It's called the present for a reason. Exactly. At this rate... Past is the past. The future is the future. The present is a gift for you now. Exactly. And at this I rate... I rhyme about that. I should write Babe, that's pretty old school. Okay. But at this rate, if the world is ending anytime soon, you might as well make the most of it. That's true. That's 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 so true. Go, babe. Your turn. Your oh babe. no, I'm I know just. You're dying I was to just. I was just thinking. I don't know. I just been thinking of my porcelain throne for a while. <laughs> and you just think about. You've been sitting on the porcelain. On the porcelain throne. For a while now. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Just thinking about like, the the, I guess. The, the post-COVID situation and what that looks like. Mm. Or the post-world after COVID. I, I can't see. Post-COVID world. Because it's quite similar. The, the, the way, and, and I don't know about everyone else, but my mind actually kind of works. So when you think back about the war I'm on terror. I'm glad that your, world, your mind's working back. Kind of, I said kind of works. <laughs> um... So you think back to like 9-11, mm. September 11 attacks, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there was this whole bombardment with the media and with, every, and with uh, just everything that just came in, everything that was in your line of sight, and I mean line of sight, not just in your eyes, but in your ears, and then it just, it just soaks into you. And then next thing you know, you've got the war on terror, weapons of mass destruction. They're trying to find these weapons of mass destruction. Mm. Who's got them? Mm. Let's go try find them. Mm. They invade countries and they killed a whole bunch. We're talking hundreds of thousands of innocent people invading these countries Mm. to find these weapons of mass destructions. And you know what they happened? They didn't find these weapons of Mm -hmm. mass destruction. Mm -hmm. And it, it, and then you fast forward to sort of like the the global financial crisis. So you're talking 2008, mm-hmm. 2009. Mm-hmm. And so it was a whole bunch of financial services and, and companies that ran reckless and they were trying to kick the can as far down the road as they could, but they were fucking it up. Mm-hmm. And then what happened is the government bailed them out and no one was arrested and no one was put on trial. Mm-hmm. No one went to jail for the huge hardships and the losses that the world faced. I mean, that was a bad couple of years and I think the, the, the world only just started recovering from it a couple of years ago. And then you so say you fast forward to this, right? Mm. So you fast forward wait, to Wait, wait, I think you're missing something as well. SARS. Oh, but yeah, SARS was 2002. Oh, really? Oh, that was before the global financial crisis? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But you're just talking, you're talking world, dynamic world events, and I think it's, it's one of those, it's, I mean, this will go down in... Oh, for sure. In the, in the annals of history. Annals? Annals? <laughs> annals of history. I'll call it the annals just because it just sounds so dirty. It's the annals of history. It's like deep in the annals of history. Of course. Down in the prison purse. It's going to be one of those things that, you know, people will be like, 
when we were old and we were in our 80s and then they're like, oh, there's this uh, technological bacteria that's going around. <laughs> like, it was nothing compared to what we had to deal with back in 2020 with the coronavirus. <laughs> Is that how you going to sound when you're old, man? Even worse. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I think, I think there's a bigger... And I'm I'm not like a conspiracy theorist nut, but I just you just think about it, and there's probably more at play, and at than what meets the eye and what they're actually talking about, or what's even going on in the media, or even at play from a government level. What we see is the tip of the iceberg. Hundred below that iceberg, that's where we should. That's be where all concerned. the shit happens, and exactly. and that's Absolutely. where. And so that goes that goes back. So going. Just rounding that out to with the global financial crisis, mm. a whole bunch of people made a whole bunch of money off that. Of course, of course. But it was the people in the know. Mm. And then circling back onto the war on terror and the 2001 September 11 attacks, mm -hmm. there was a whole bunch of companies and a whole bunch of government industries that made a whole bunch of money off that. And it's the well, same situation. Yeah. And, and we're going through that now. Yes, yeah, and it's the same situation now where it's just like, I think more on that is that they're, uh, oh, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, Talk, tell me if I'm speaking out of turn, but I think there, there's like a whole bunch of like weird government control situations mm -hmm. and systems that are initially being put in place at, at the, in their infancy to then start ramping up or rolling out. Mm -hmm. And so one of, the, one of the most interesting things that I've heard about, right, over the course of the last two weeks. I was going to bring it up last week, but ran out of time. Mm. So they want to give people... They, it's similar to what they're doing in China. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> if you don't have COVID, you get a green tick of approval from the government on your phone. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And then it's almost like a... And then you've got a QR code. So in China, they've got... A QR code yes. that you have to scan when you go into places. And you have to scan your QR code. Yeah. And when you scan it, you get a green tick. So it means you can go onto the public transport system. Yes. Or you can go into a shop or you can go into wherever. Uh -huh. And it's like, it's, it's a way of, of systematically checking in and government tracking you to make sure that you're a, a, a citizen with a green tick. Mm -hmm. On top of that is that a lot of places, so just in Sydney and Australia, just for example, so cashless, so, so it's all cashless now. So you can't use, so for thousands, hundreds of thousands of years, the system of barter or the system of, of, of global tender was cash. Mm -hmm. And it was always cash, whether mm -hmm. it's gold coins, mm -hmm. whether it's seashells, whether it's your toenails. <laughs> now, now, you can only buy alcohol you can only buy groceries you can only buy stuff with a credit card yeah. or with a card mm -hmm. but if you don't have a card mm -hmm. you're fucked yep they want to be able to control and see your spending habits as well and that is really the kicker of it all is it's a system a systematic form of control i think that they they're systematically locking in so you've got stages of systematic control that they're locking in mm -hmm. um and they'll definitely roll back some of those control mechanisms mm -hmm. but they'll definitely keep some of them in play later on if they need to roll them back out later on it's actually a good point you've you've made because 
for the for the longest period, I can only recall having maximum oh, fifty dollars in my wallet, and that to me is a lot of cash. Beside that, yeah, because you got the other grand of my money sitting in your other back pocket. That's no, not... but that's not the case. But I just have it's yeah. everything is all cashless. Yeah, no, yeah, everything's all cashless, paperless. When you go to the, the doctor's prescriptions, they're not written on a, a piece of paper anymore. It's printed out for you, so they keep records of all your drugs, medication, whatever it may be. When you go to health insurance, that's all uh, paperless as well. Mm. Everywhere you go, it's paperless and cashless. And the, and your, your name and number is tracked in the system, oh, so yeah. they, they can pull up any sort of data. Yeah. I mean... I guess Edward Snowden has talked about this mm. years ago with the NSA and, and all the stuff that they... So WikiLeaks. Is that... uh, we did the NSA leaks. Oh, yes. But, I mean, you talk about stuff like... They they, they know everything about us. Oh. And they know... They and, they... Know, and then they always know one step... They're always one step ahead of us. So I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this story where a girl didn't even realise... A female, a woman, didn't realize she was pregnant until the grocery store told her that she was pregnant. She found out via a, a supermarket because when you buy groceries, you would swipe in, your card. The intuitive nature of the... Exactly. And then for a, a short period, she stopped buying sanitary, sanitary pads. Mm. And that's when the supermarket knew that, hang on, if you're not buying pads... You must be pregnant. So she found out getting her weekly special email but oh. saying, hey, here are some baby products. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, hang on. Why are you promoting baby products when I'm not pregnant? And she did the pregnancy test. Boom. Yeah. Turned out she's pregnant. See, so they're always one step ahead of us. Yeah. So these these supermarkets, major supermarket chain, oh. they have these so-called point system it's really not a point system it's just to really to keep track of what we're buying and what we're consuming oh 100% I mean once upon a time I used to work for one of those conglomerates mm-hmm. but it more, more so, and that's a whole other story because mm-hmm. um, the thing that really gets me is, is the whole social media and I know we talked about this a while ago mm-hmm. um, the, the theory of planned behaviour and stuff like that and just so circling back on that it's like they have got such a great understanding now because a lot mm-hmm. of our apps Especially some the main ones that we use, mm-hmm. um, we've got uh, we we've left the acceptance on what tracks and what doesn't. So they know our sleeping patterns. Oh, they know sure. where we move. They know mm-hmm. how we move, mm-hmm. and it builds a whole life cycle of planned behavior and theory of of what a person does. And when they do that, you can you can past behavior is always you you can get an understanding of what the future behavior is, and you can make all types of crazy assumptions of course about that and can i, I think... just add as well mm. with social media the difference what has happened in the past for example 9-11 that was pre social media social mm. media was not big back then no, no. all the the information that was given to us was via uh i guess tv media mm. news right mm. Or radio or newspaper. Now we're getting so much more content via different channels. Yeah. That's the difference. And there's and we tend to have, I guess it's it's spreading a lot faster. 
Yeah, and the con- but and and so on that the the content you don't know, you don't know what the originator and the, what the mm-hmm. the means to an end is of of it. Mm-hmm. It's always always find. Mm-hmm. That's true. But at the end of the day, don't let the news. I've always been a, a a fan of the theory of don't let the news come to you. Yep. And go go out and find your own news because people will tell you fucking everything. Yeah. Anyway. That's my um. <laughs> that's my lecture on uh, COVID conspiracy. Mm. I think it's a little bit of a um. It's Dear a little bit of a fucking wet fart. <laughs> Dear listeners, what are your thoughts on COVID nineteen? Is it really a virus that's um, taking over the world, or do you think it's planned in terms of the eco- economy breakdown? Yeah, I think it's a system of control. So however you mm-hmm. want to label that control, whether it's... Mm-hmm. It is always financial instru- instruments and financial institutions. So so the winner from this, if that's if your theory mm. is accurate, mm. it's basically, it's the 1%. It's the 1% of the super-duper wealthy that would win from this pandemic, correct? Yeah. Everyone well, else, what what when I've mentioned this before, mm. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it to you, we're in a hunger game. Yeah. This is the the fittest, the survivor of the fittest. Yeah. Where we're playing the survivors. It's that TV show. Mm. And that's the situation at the moment. People are defending for themselves, for their families, and that's it. Yeah. They're fighting for toilet paper. They're fighting for food. That's it. Mm. And you are absolutely right with the control because I guess we're being... Uh, dictate in terms of what to consume, what not to consume. Where to go, where, where to not go. to go. Exactly. Cannot go Who to see, who not to see. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm. So, yeah. It's a little taste of what uh, a fascist mm. dictator state would look like. Well, we're living it now. Oh, cheers to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Moving that's, along. That's too much doom and gloom. Let's brighten things up. So, as I promised our dear listeners, got a very exciting story. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so, dear Charlie, mm. how's your weekend? Yeah, it was not bad. What did you get up to? Yeah, not much. <laughs> what did you get up to? <laughs> oh, I was super entertaining. So, you think that would be a lockdown? It would be, um, it would drive everyone sh- batshit crazy. Well. I think he drove you somewhat a bit insane. So mm. let me paint the picture for our dear listeners. Right? Mm. We live in a pretty nice neighborhood. You're at home playing con. And what do you hear? And you've got, you've got the TV on quite loud. So outside our balcony, yeah, we've got a little grass our park area. Mm. You hear this little kitten mowing. Meow, meow, meow. Calling out your name, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Mm. Oh, what do you do? You get so excited, you run outside. It was doing this for two days, mind you. That's true. It's you felt it. sorry for it. Yeah, and I go out on the balcony and smoke a cigarette and I look at the world and critique <laughs> it. And there was just this little kitten that Staring was Staring right just, at you. It got stuck. It was stuck in a fence for about an hour. Oh, poor dear. It got stuck underneath the fence, and I was just sitting there, just like, hmm. 
it's a, a bird. The Australian and the Australian birds aren't oh, nice birds. They're nice. They're these things called bin chickens. Yep. So it's like a chicken. It looks like a, a dinosaur. It's got white feathers. Mm -hmm. It's got the beak. This it's got a like a ten inch beak that's got razors on it. It stinks. And it's. Yeah, it smells like a sloth, mm, and gross. and they fly around and they they can fly and they all they do is they go around into bins and they've got this ten inch nozzle that they can just go and like just hone in and just like smash into food. Mm. And I'm like, that cat is gonna get eaten by one of these bin chickens. All it takes is a couple of stabs and they're just gonna suck its blood dry. Oh yeah, like a vampire. So what did you? Oh, which reminds to do? me, um, what we do in the shadows season two is oh. already out. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, that cat, that kitten's a goner. And then you decided to become a hero? Flipped my cigarette butt, tried to hit it, but couldn't hit it. <laughs> Walked inside. Next day, I kept hearing this, hearing this meow. Anyway, meow. you keep going. Yeah, you, you go. And then you decide to be a hero? And not all not, heroes? Not be a hero. <laughs> you just, are the hero? Just... Yeah, just revert back to the hero that I was. <laughs> so then you you had this little kitten crying out your name, uh, screaming out for help. You yeah. decided to go out and, and help the kitten. Yeah, well, it was sitting in my driveway. It was. And I would have ran it over. Mm. But it was so attached to you. The moment it saw you, it just, I honestly... So I ran down there. You tell the story properly. Yeah, so yeah, you so see, you ran down there and I followed after you. I was like, Ponyo, come down. So I'm running down, bradless, no bra, no socks. I'm already down there. Luckily, I've got a t shirt and panties on. Mm. Running down, yeah, and all I see, as usual, all I see is this little kitten, this little pussy hanging around my husband, mm. being all over my man. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, she was in love with you. It was a she, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously. Mm. Oh, she was head over heels for you. Mm -hmm. She didn't like me. No. I didn't like her. Or she tried to like you, nah. but you wouldn't have a bar of it. There are two types of people in this world. Yeah. Either you're a dog or you're a cat person. I'm definitely the dog person. Yeah, but you were born in the year of the rat. Correct. So Hence the reason why I do not like rats. I mean cats. It makes 100% sense. Yes. Because... Nah, you don't care for them. You killed by so many of those cats. Yep, don't care for them. Whereas you're, you're a dog, so you get along with a lot of the animals. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't really care for that type of stuff. What, so, what I really do care for is, I don't know, it's, it's a lot of people, I think we talked about it in one of our old podcasts, is where when people walk past and they see a homeless person, they avert their eyes mm. and it's like, no, it, it's just because you avert your eyes doesn't mean the situation doesn't happen. Mm. Or if, you know what I mean? If you go past an accident and you see a car crash and you go, you just drive, keep on driving past it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's, I, I always, oh, can I preach again? Yeah, go on, there's two types of people in the world. Mm. There's the people that help and there's the people that don't. Mm -hmm. You're the former. Well, yeah, and I'll, well, I, I help as much as I can. I mean, you oh, can't, babe, you, you wait, can't, wait, wait, you wait, wait, wait. Let me stop you right there. You help as much as you can. Babe, you were at the point where 
if the kitten was able to speak, it was calling you mama because mm. you were holding it, you were creating, you were looking after that sit. kitten as if it was like a newborn babe. You made me go get milk for it. You made me go get food yeah, for thanks it. thanks for that. Well, I, as soon as I sat down, it, it's, it was like so scared. It was so scared, yes. It was so tell. scared of everything in the world. And as soon as I sat down, it tried to cl climb up my leg. Mm -hmm. And so I just grabbed it a little bit and put it onto my lap as I sat there. And I just like... It just wanted it to just be loved that. And then mm -hmm. so every time I was around it, it just wanted that. Mm -hmm. So let, let's, take it, let's take it a step further. So then I <clears> said, hey, Charlie, it's late. Let's go up. We've got to go have dinner. Oh, no, no, no. You were Adam and you're like, Ponyo, we need to take this kitten up. I'm like, hell no. I'm like taking a stray animal, a stray pussy up into the apartment. That's disgusting. No, 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 no. You're like, you're like what are we going to do? I'm like, there's no we in this. This is on you. Mm. If you want to be a hero and you want to be a mama to the kitten, you do it on your own. Ain't we. No, ain't no we in that. So what did you decide to do, babe? I looked after the pussy. Exactly. And that's what you do, babe. <laughs> Look after the pussy. You already have one pussy at home. Hey, you look after the other pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so then you went and got a wine box, got a towel, yeah. made a little home. Where did mm. you put the kitten? In, in the garage. <laughs> and then, okay, dear listeners, let me paint the picture. So Charlie and I, we don't have any kids, obviously, and thank God for that. So he puts the little kitten. Oh, can I tell the listeners? You named the bloody kitten too. I did. What's the name? You tell. No, you Dempsey. tell. Dempsey. Okay. Is that a boy's name? It's, Unisex. Yeah. It's whatever you want it to be. So this is, a, this is the point where you know you're uh -huh. so attached to the kitten, where you're naming the freaking kitten when it's not even yours. So... Dempsey mm. stays the night in our garage. Mm. At 4.30 in the freaking morning, yeah. what happens? I don't know. You tell, no, you tell the dear listeners. There was meows <laughs> coming from outside the window. So we, you thought it was... We? You. Yeah. I was, I was in a deep sleep. So you thought it was, a, it was Dempsey. So you mm. jumped out of bed. Mm. Oh, I've never seen you jumped out of bed so fast in my entire life. Mm. Ran out, went to the garage, mm. and had a look at Dempsey. And Dempsey was his. Well, there was like three cats out there having, like three stray hood rat cats having <laughs> sex out on the driveway. Oh. Um, as soon as I came there, they were like, "Oh, there's a dog." The massive orgy. There's a dog. We need to bounce. <laughs> and then I open up the the garage door, and and, and Dempsey's just like chilling, just chilling. Mm. It's like nothing. So then a couple of hours later. Yeah. Woke up. Mm-hmm. I made you take Dempsey. Oh, I, I fed it pizza. Oh, yeah. You're not supposed to feed a kid in pizza. Yeah. But I fed it pizza and then we took it to the RSPCA. Yep. And um, hopefully it finds in, in the wine box, <laughs> mind you. Um, did it, did it, did it um, cry a little when you... It was clawing on my hand and it didn't want to go into the box because yeah. it knew it knew what was happening. Mm. Time was up. But can I say, not all heroes, they don't wear capes. No. They do wear very expensive shoes and jumper. That's true. <laughs> and, 
I mean, me being Dogman, you wouldn't want Dogman wearing a cape because he would just chase the cape like a tail. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you, you don't want... out of circles. Yeah, you don't want Dogman chasing his cape. Babe, can I just say, you have a beautiful soul. And for anyone that want to get to know you, you have such a softy soul. Yeah. <laughs> but good on you, babe. Yeah. For rescuing the cat. Hey, I'm Dempsey, all, I'm you were all about... very lucky. Mm, all... had another life to live. Yeah, and 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 you know the one I see is just like I'm all about saving the pussy. <laughs> You're doing well, one pussy at a time. Yep. <laughs> oh dear lord, you've got me to deal with. I know. That's plenty already. An old pussy and a young pussy. <laughs> Don't know what to do with myself. Oh gosh. Hey guys, uh, thank <laughs> anyway. you for listening to us. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Be good. Take care of each other. Bye. Have a good week.